For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, For the ones who get it done. What's up, everyone? Luca Fury here to break down the main event of UFC Kansas City. That is Arnold Allen against Max Holloway. I do have a betting angle on this fight that I'll be outlining. I've been giving out bets over on my Patreon for several months now. I only have three losing events since October. Had uh, multiple bets last week. All of them won a sweep. Swept the event before that as well. So been quite hot and uh, looking to keep that going this week. I do have multiple fights that I'm targeting from a betting perspective. So if you want all my plays for that, check out my Patreon as well as all of my other content is available there as well. You can get my full main card breakdowns, not just in podcast form, but also in video form. I also have several other podcasts that I do, such as the After Show Analysis, which is my post-fight show. I also have Luca's Lecture, where I do a variety of topics on how to bet, uh, such as bankroll management, live betting, and so on and so forth. I also have my Fantasy Fight series, where I talk about fights that never happened or might not ever will happen, and uh, stuff like Anderson Silva versus George St. Pierre. So you can check all of that out over on my Patreon. That is patreon.com slash furiesfightpicks. But as for the free podcast, I do just talk about the main event. That said, though, I do have a betting play on this main event. So even though you're just listening to the free version here, you will still get a play from me this week. I was actually supposed to have a free bet a couple of weeks ago with the Corey Sanhagen uh, main event against Cheeto Vera. I did give out a bet on Sanhagen on my Patreon. Unfortunately, due to a technical error on my part, I actually did not post the podcast in the free feed. It did not end up getting posted, so totally my fault and everything, but I did give out a bet on that main event, similar price range to uh, what this fight is set at, so we'll see if I can get another W here and this time actually release it. So if you're listening to this, I actually did actually do my job this time and get the thing posted, but I always make sure to get the stuff posted on Patreon. So again, make sure to check that out. But aside from that, let's get into the reason you're all here, breaking down this fantastic featherweight main event. Max Holloway against Arnold Allen. Holloway is the favorite, minus 170. He is getting up there in age in terms of fight years, but in terms of true age, he is only 31 years old, just a couple years older than his opponent here, but he's been fighting in the UFC for over a decade now. He has a ton of damage uh, that has been accrued. He has a ton of fight years, so yeah, only 31 years old, but I'm definitely at the point with him where I'm starting to get concerned about at what point does he become a shot fighter, because there have been some, maybe some small signs of regression, not massive signs yet, but I do feel like he is not improving at this point and is probably starting to de decline. And, you know, if anything, we're going to see a worse version of him each timeout. Definitely not a better version. In terms of this matchup overall, though, I do still like Max Holloway to get the job done here. And I'm actually leaning him from a betting perspective as well. There's also a prop that I'm considering, too. Uh, before I get into those specifically, I want to talk about why I like Max Holloway in the matchup. So I did do a fight study series on this one for... Uh, Arnold Allen and one of the fights we talked about there that we watched was the bout against Dan Hooker and everybody points to that fight as him being a great striker in that contest. He actually showed improved striking that was the best his striking has ever looked. It's honestly probably his best performance in the UFC overall in terms of opponent and how it happened first round stoppage over a striker like Dan Hooker and all that. And so people really came away with an opinion after that, that performance of, oh man, Arnold, Arnold Allen, he has a legit striking game. And then he went out and beat Calvin Cater last time out, though granted, 
It was a pretty uneventful first round, and then Cater blew his leg out, so who knows what would have really happened over the course of a five-rounder there. Cater is a guy who starts a bit slow, so, you know, not to say that Allen wouldn't have gone on to still win, but my point is he didn't exactly set the world on fire despite getting, on paper, what was a very good win there over Cater, but it was, you know, again, injury loss, or injury uh, stoppage and all that. So really got to look at the fight against Dan Hooker to say that's the one where people started having this new idea about Arnold Allen striking, that he's a legit dangerous striker. But if you go and actually watch that fight, which again, I did as part of the fight study series, and you can listen to my in-depth thoughts on it there, he was wild. Allen was going out there literally throwing left hook, right hook, left hook, right hook, just spamming it like a video game. He was wide open for the counters. His chin was straight up in the air, and he got countered at one point. He actually got hit with a huge hook, almost knocked out, got dropped, got back up, was, was able to immediately hurt Dan then, and then continue the flurry. Dan survives, and Allen was like, temporarily gassed. You could see he was totally winded, his arms were heavy, he was moving slow, and he took some time to basically pause and recover before throwing shots and flurrying again, and eventually got the stoppage on Hooker, who, speaking of fighters on the decline, is very shot at this point. So, in terms of that matchup, yeah, Allen looked good there, and he showed some good things with the footwork, especially early on, but he also showed a lot of flaws. And if he goes out there and has that same strategy against Holloway, who has a phenomenal chin and durability, unless Holloway suddenly is shot like Hooker and now he doesn't have a chin anymore, he's going to survive that onslaught and Arnold is just going to gas himself out doing that. There's no way that Allen could do that for five rounds. Absolutely not. Meanwhile, we have seen Max go out there and uncork several, several like long period combinations throughout a fight where he will flurry on a guy for 10, 20, 30 seconds, multiple times in a round, multiple times throughout a fight and still have perfectly fine cardio. So if we're talking about volume and offense, I think that Holloway can go out there and obviously throw all the volume and not tire, but I do not believe that from Allen. I think that if he tries to match Holloway in the volume, he is going to tire himself out. And in terms of the wrestling and grappling, I think that's mostly non-factors here. He can grapple, of course, Allen, but Holloway has great takedown defense. He's fought better grapplers and wrestlers. He should be able to keep this one on the feet again, assuming he's not shot. So we have a striking matchup between a guy in Holloway who is much more technical, who has a much better chin, much better defense, who throws much more volume, who has much better cardio, and has gone out there and proven that against much better levels of opposition. His losses in recent years are to the absolute best of the best. I mean, I'm sorry, Volkanovski, Poirier, that, that doesn't really make me suddenly go, oh, this guy can't beat, you know, other contenders. And not to mention, just a couple fights ago, he looked great against Volkanovski, arguably won that second fight between them. So he also just beat a contender in Yair Rodriguez. Granted, didn't look quite his best there, but still clearly won the fight and everything. So again, he can still clearly go out there and beat contenders. Meanwhile, look at the guys Allen's beating. He's on a great win streak, but it's over guys who are not that good, or guys like Hooker who were regressed and shot, or guys like Cater where it was an injury TKO, where... Again, maybe he doesn't even win that fight against Cater. Almost lost against Hooker. He's showing flaws in these fights despite winning, and now he's taking a significant step up. So, to me, this is all about his Max Holloway shot. If we get a remotely good version of Max Holloway in terms of him being, you know, he goes out there and looks like Max Holloway. The footwork's there, the volume, the cardio, the pace. Because that's one thing about the Yair fight. He actually kind of... Not that he did worse later on. I mean, I guess technically he did, but he he started to... I guess what I'm trying to say is it's not that he didn't fall apart later on, but it's that he did start to, start to kind of noticeably 
take a turn. There was kind of a momentum shift a bit, whereas that's not usually the case for Holloway. Usually he's a slow starter, and then he gets stronger as the fight wears on. And not to say he didn't have success late, obviously he did, but you definitely start to, start to see him take some more damage there late, get hit a bit more, you had some moments, and so that's a bit of a concern that I have for um, Holloway again, you know, maybe that trademark um, cardio and volume, maybe it's not quite there anymore, and if that's the case, well, his whole game kind of goes out the window. Same thing for his chin and all that. So if Max Holloway's regressed to the point where he's just not Max Holloway, well, yeah, obviously Arnold Allen can go out there and, you know, land some hooks on him like he did against Dan Hooker or potentially just outwork him if he's, you know, not throwing much volume in return. But these are all just saying, you know, what ifs, what it could have should be type stuff. You know, this if we're talking about what we've actually seen on tape, what we have to go by. Does Max look like he's maybe slightly, slightly regressed? Yes. Has he had a lot of damage taken? Yes. But so far, he still seems like he is one of the best guys in the division, and he's facing someone who's not really faced anyone at his level yet. And look what happened when, you know, Max fought just uh, recently Calvin Cater, put on an absolute clinic, one of the most dominant offensive performances we've ever seen. There's no chance that Arnold Allen is surviving that onslaught. Like, it's not happening. And I know people have talked about it, I've seen this on Twitter, and actually shout out to my, my boy Dan Tom, actually did his podcast last week talking about UFC 287. He posts on Twitter about, um, he calls it the Southpaw Report, where he mentions how fighters have done against Southpaws in their career. And one thing he did point out was that, um, in the case of Holloway, he's 0-3 against UFC-level Southpaws. However, and I'm sure Dan would tell you this too if you were to talk to him about this, because he's an extremely sharp guy. If you actually look at that closer, those two fight or two of those fights are losses to against uh, Dustin Poirier, and one of them is against Conor McGregor. So already just taking that into account, okay, two of the best fighters he's ever fought were the ones who happened to beat him. Like that doesn't necessarily say he has a southpaw uh, weakness, right? But take it a step further. Those fights, Conor McGregor beat him on the ground because he blew his ACL out and had to grapple to win that fight. And then Dustin Poirier, the first time he beat him, I actually bet Poirier there. That was like, what, 10, 11 years ago, something like that. And I bet Poirier there when Holloway's taking that fight on super short notice as like a 20-year-old or 19 or something like that. And Poirier went out there and armbarred him in less than a minute. Like Holloway was not ready for that moment. He was completely green and he's facing one of the best fighters on, on the come up at, the, at that point in the UFC and Dustin Poirier. So, I mean, I'm not going to say that that fight, again, shows that he has any kind of southpaw weakness. It was a 45-second grappling contest. Conor McGregor grappled him for 15 minutes. And then the one fight that was a striking contest was against the um, Poirier in the rematch up at 155. Once Poirier at that point was one of the very best fighters in the world, interim belt holder. And uh, Poirier actually, you know, despite beating him, not that he struggled there, but Holloway certainly had his moments. He had a lot of success, and that was moving up a weight class to Poirier, who's a natural 155er, whereas Holloway is not. He's very thin and lanky. So, again, those are his three losses to Southpaws. I've seen a lot of people talking about the Southpaw angle in this. If Max Holloway goes out there and loses and gets outstruck, I don't think it's because of anything to do with him having issues with Southpaws. Yes, he will officially go to 0-4 at that point against UFC Southpaws, but... Again, look at those contests. He's really more like 0-1 against Southpaws in actual Southpaw striking matchups. So in terms of this matchup, I think we're going to see a striking contest. I think Holloway throws way more volume, is more durable, and more proven. The question to me is, is Holloway shot? If he's not, I think he goes out there and gets a W. If he's not, obviously, you know, a shell of himself, we're going to have a different situation on our hands. But at this point, I've not seen enough to see that... Holloway can't beat a guy like Arnold Allen. I think highly of Allen. I picked him over Dan Hooker. I just think that this is a bad style matchup for him and a significant step up. In terms of my plays on the fight, I do like Holloway at minus 170, so I'll be playing that. The other play that I'm heavily considering is actually him by TKO, which is about plus 300. Now, in the case of Arnold Allen's career, obviously, 
doesn't have, you know, a lot of losses, let alone a lot of stoppages, but he's been a bit chinny at times. Again, he got rocked in that Dan Hooker fight. He's been rocked in other fights in the UFC. He doesn't seem to actually take a punch all that well. And while Holloway is certainly not a big one-hitter quitter guy and actually not a great finisher, he does throw so much volume that if we're just talking about the chin of Allen, I do wonder that if he takes all that volume for five rounds, I don't know if he's going to be able to sustain it just on the durability front. But then add in the potential for his cardio, now going in a five-rounder against one of the highest cardio output type of fighters in the UFC in Holloway, if Arnold is trying to match that cardio and gassing himself out, like I mentioned earlier, I really don't see him going five rounds. If he's just totally gassed against Holloway for, say, rounds three, four, and five, then Holloway finishes him at that point. So... In terms of, you know, picking the, the, the method here, it is sketchy between decision and TKO for Holloway, but I do think there is enough of a chance of a TKO that that prop is something I'm considering. I'm not 100% on it at this point, but it is something that I'm looking at. On the other hand, no, I am 100% on Max Holloway. I am pulling trigger. Just a standard unit, uh, standard one unit play. Again, uh, unless I say otherwise, all of my bets are one unit. Sometimes I'll say I'll, I'll sprinkle on a prop, which is less than that. Other times I will say that, no, this is actually a bigger bet, and I'm betting it for however many units. But generally speaking, almost all of my bets are one unit plays. So this is a standard one unit play on Max Holloway, also considering sprinkling on the prop of him by TKO at plus 300, and he will be my prediction. And all right, that will do it for the free edition of the podcast. But remember, if you want the rest of my plays and predictions, I do go over the rest of the main card, not just in podcast form, but also in video over on my Patreon. That's patreon.com slash Fury's Fight Picks. Also, I have a bunch of other content up there as well. Luca's Lecture, the Fantasy Fight Forecast, After Show Analysis, Fight Study Series, so much more. I actually did a Fight Study Series for this uh, fight, Arnold Allen and uh, Max Holloway. So check that all out over on my Patreon, patreon.com slash furiesfightpicks. Otherwise, good luck on your bets. In the meantime, I'll be back next time to break down the next UFC card. I'm Luca Fury, and thank you for listening. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Step into the world of power. Loyalty and luck i'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse with family cannolis and spins mean everything now you want to get mixed up in the family business introducing the godfather at chabacasino.com test your luck in the shadowy world of the godfather slot someday i will call upon you to do a service for me play the godfather now at chabacasino.com welcome to the family vgw group no purchase necessary void where prohibited by law see terms and conditions 18 plus